This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, NLC gives Sonon Asogli Agastu deadline to decide on such union executives. Mid-year budget review, it is early to say we are out of the woods, says Professor Bogwin. Government determined to protect nation against terrorism, says Defense Minister. And in other stories, alleged Asawasi police murder victim hits his head against wall, says Ambrose Derry. This business, sports and showbiz, is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. The National Labor Commission has set a deadline of Wednesday, August 2, for Sonon Asogli Power Limited to reach a final decision on the demand for the reinstatement of three deceased union executives of the Trades Union Congress, TUC. TUC has expressed its disappointment with Sonon Asogli's refusal to reinstate their union leaders, asserting that the terminations were wrongful. In response, the National Labor Commission has intervened and demanded a prompt resolution to the matter by Wednesday, August 2. The union declared a strike on July 10, 2023, but it was later called off following the Council of State's intervention, demanding more time to engage stakeholders and resolve the matter amicably. During the National Executive Council meeting of the Ghana Mine Workers Union of TUC, Joshua Ansan, the Deputy Secretary General of TUC, stated that the outcome of the meeting would determine their next course of action. Meanwhile, Abdel Momin Ghana, the General Secretary of the Ghana Mine Workers Union of the TUC, has urged the Council of State to promptly address their concerns and work towards a resolution. Now, an economist, Professor Gottfried Bokmin, is raising objection to the finance minister's assertion that the Ghanaian economy is on the path of recovery and stability. According to Professor Bokmin, the economy is still struggling to achieve normal functioning. He stated on the AM show that with the approval of the IMF-supported program, particularly with the inflow of the $600 million and then also some of the fiscal consolidation measures that we are implementing, we have seen some relative stability, but it is too early to say that we are out of the woods. Professor Bokwin further alluded to the government owing arrears to its contractors, such as the school feeding caterers and the independent power producers, to emphasize that there were indications that the economy has not been stabilized. The professor further expresses disapproval at the fact that the finance minister failed to paint a realistic picture to Ghanaians. He described the finance minister's budget review as overly and aggressively confident, which failed to mirror reality. Eventually, Professor Bokpin forewarned that Ghana's economic recovery would come at a great cost. 
on Monday, July 31, the Finance Minister presented the Mid-Year Budget Review to Parliament. In his presentation, Ken Oforiata said government is currently making modest progress in reviving the economy after experiencing severe economic hardship in 2022. Now, in other stories, the government is determined to protect citizens from the threat of terrorism, the Minister of Defense, Dominic Nitewo, has said. He acknowledged that terrorist threats in the country were real, for which the minister said a lot of work was being done, particularly in the northern part of the country, which shares borders with some Sahelian countries. Mr. Nitewul said many troops had been deployed to the area to shield the country from threats of terrorism. The minister said this during his interaction with journalists after the Secretary of State for Foreign, Commonwealth and Development Affairs of the United Kingdom, James Cleverly, witnessed a demonstration by UK-trained Ghanaian soldiers on counter-terrorism as part of a defense partnership between the two countries. Present at the event was the Minister of National Security, Albert Kandapa, the British High Commissioner to Ghana, Harriet Thompson, and some army chiefs. Mr. Cleverly's visit is the second time a foreign secretary has come to Ghana since Chancellor Jeremy Hunt visited in 2019. Mr. Nitawu called for more of such training exercises so that we can continue to protect our citizens. He however said, although the military was poised to deal with acts of terrorism, it needed the support of the people because once you have the support of the people, the military will do anything and everything for you. The minister described the partnership with the UK as significant, saying, I think it is a good thing that we get more of such support from around the world. On whether Ghana would send troops to Niger as part of an ECOWAS mission to that country after a one-week ultimatum by the sub-regional body to the coup makers to return Niger to constitutional rule expired, he said, after the one week, we will seek the direction of the president on the way forward. But I can say that the member states are ready if it means using force. Now, the Minister of Interior, Ambrose Derry, says police investigations into the death of 34-year-old Yusuf Salahuddin so far revealed that the deceased died upon hitting himself against a wall. According to reports, the deceased was arrested in a soup with 13 others at a criminal hideout at Asawasi, but was later released by the police after showing signs of sickness. Providing an update on the incident to Parliament, Ambrose Derry said the case docket has been forwarded to the Attorney General for advice. Post-mortem investigations was conducted on the body by Dr. Ernest Boache of the Confanochi Teaching Hospital, who gave the cause of death to be a result of the crash against the wall and the body was released to the family to be buried in line with Islamic tradition. 
Now, to some business, Finance Minister Ken Oforiata, during the presentation of the 2023 Mid-Year Budget Review on July 31, announced significant revision to the country's macroeconomic and fiscal frameworks. The revision aims to align with uh, the targets of the IMF-supported PCPG due to recent developments and global economic conditions. Notable revisions include a decrease in overall real GDP growth rate to 1.5% from 2.8% and non-oil real GDP growth rate to 1.5% from 3.0% for the year 2023. Additionally, the end-period headline inflation is projected to reach 31.3% compared to the previous estimate of 18.9%. The fiscal framework has also been adjusted, resulting in a revised primary balance deficit of 0.5% of GDP in line with the IMF-supported PCPEG fiscal consolidated path. Announcing some macroeconomic targets for the rest of the year, the Finance Minister Ken Oforiata also expressed optimism that there could be a rebound in the economy in the coming years. Despite the current slowdown, the government is optimistic about an economic recovery. Now to sports, the Ghana Football Association GFA, an English Premier League club, Nottingham Forest, today, August 1, 2023, paid a special tribute to the memory of the late Ghanaian striker, Manuel Junior Agogo, to celebrate his 44th birthday. He represented Ghana from 2006 to 2009 and scored 12 goals in 27 matches for the Black Stars. One of his most memorable moments was during the 2008 Africa Cup of Nations where he scored a late match winning goal in a 2-1 victory over Nigeria, helping Ghana reach the semi-finals and eventually finish in third place. Agogo played for Nottingham Forest from 2006 to 2008 and was their top scorer in his final season with 13 goals. His goals helped the club get promoted to the championship. Sadly, on August 22, 2019, Agogo passed away in the London hospital at the age of 40. In a social media post, the GFA said, forever in our hearts happy birthday junior agogo thank you for all the memories the nottingham forest wrote on social media never forgetting remembering junior agogo on what would have been his 44th birthday agogo was born in accra ghana but spent a large chunk of his youth in the uk he later returned to ghana to finish his secondary school studies the cause of his death is still unknown, but it was known that he had a stroke in 2015, three years after retiring from professional football, having spent some time at Scottish side, Hebinine. Throughout his career, Agogo also played for teams like Apollon Limassol, Zamelec, Bristol Rovers, among several others. Now to some showbiz, skit maker and actor Jeffrey Naughty says he is not under pressure to live a certain lifestyle of fame and comfort to impress people. There is a misconception that famous people should be rich and have a particular lifestyle that complements their fame. 
However, Jeffrey, who seems to be doing very well for himself through movies and skits making, says it is quite the contrary for him. Speaking to the media, he mentioned that he makes it a priority to be real as much as possible. Responding to showbiz pundit Kwame Datsi's question about whether he feels pressured to fit into the life of fame, he said, not at all. If I no get, I no get. If I no get self, I no go show up. The actor even shared an experience where his car broke down in the middle of the road, but still had passerby cheer him. He added that the real pressure for him is the creative process. The actor also stressed that being consistent in putting out captivating content is something that he battles with. According to him, people want more of his content every day and he has to deliver to keep him in the game. Jeffrey Norton believes that he has the power to control pace at which he releases skates. This, he says, would ensure that he prioritizes quality not quantity even though it affects his income and that's it with the evening's bulletin on ghana talks radio log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us ghana talks radio on all social media platforms you can also download the gtr app from your app store or google play to listen the news was read by awen temi akansukum and i say thanks so much for making time have a good evening. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation.